Last week we talked about how our life is destined for heaven. We know where our destiny is. We know how that all began, which began from our baptism and the gift of faith. So if we know the beginning, we know the end, the question becomes, how do we get there? And how do we begin our journey towards that final destination, which is heaven? Today in our gospel reading, as we celebrate the, the feast of the transfiguration of our Lord, we get a glimpse and an understanding of truly what it means to follow him and how at the beginning through our baptism and through the gift of faith, how we can get to our final destination, which is heaven. This spiritual journey begins with what is called discipleship. We hear in our gospel reading today, Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. This personal invitation for each and every one of us to follow Christ, to become friends with him, and in and through that friendship, in following him, we each receive a personal invitation to become his disciple. The word disciple means a follower, a one who models their life after their teacher. So someone as a disciple, we model our life after Jesus. And as he takes them up to the mountain, the mountain is a point in the scripture where we come to encounter the divine, where we come to reach the heavens. So an invitation for each and every one of us to not just say that I have a friend named Jesus. It was interesting years ago in seminary, there was a popular song apparently in the 80s and 90s that the seminarians decided to make popular again, which was entitled, Jesus is a friend of mine. When you get a chance, to, I, I would highly invite you to go home and watch it on YouTube. But I promise you, if you watch it, that song will be stuck in your head for months on end until you get it out of your head. But it's an invitation for us to go deeper than Jesus just being a friend of mine. But Jesus is someone I walk with. Jesus is someone I encounter. So much so that it leads to the next phase of our Christian life, our Christian journey, which is transformation and change. We get to the mountain and we hear Peter after Jesus transfigures himself and shows him his radiant beauty, but most importantly, his true divinity, Peter tells Jesus, can we stay here? His life is transformed and changed forever that he would rather stay at that moment and be in that moment forever and never leave that moment. That moment is such an intimate encounter and a change within ourselves that we want to hold it forever. Just as husband and wife, the moment of your wedding, the moment in which you first encountered each other and said the words, I love you, are moments you carry and hold true and hold dear to yourself. That moment in a Christian journey, in our spiritual journey, in which we have become someone new, become such a great person or encounter the divine in such a way that our life is changed forever, that we can't go back, that we can't go back to our former ways, and we just want to be in that presence of God forever. But the challenge and difficulty in this spiritual journey, in this faith journey, 
is the fact that we can't stay there. We all would love to be at, with God forever. We all would love to be in that miraculous encounter with God. We would love to be in our honeymoon phase for the rest of our marriage. But it can't just stop there. We have to come back to reality. We have to come down the mountain and enter society to meet the world where it's at. And so it calls us in our spiritual journey to live out our life radically different because of what has happened before, because of that transformation and change. But the problem with that transformation and change we hear very clearly in our gospel reading. Rise and do not be afraid. Because we know when that transformation and change occurs, what the world teaches and what we're called to live by is completely different. It's completely countercultural. And so we are afraid. It's so easy for us to go back to our old way of life, to go back to what is familiar, go back to what is comfortable. Because that's what we know. That's what we're familiar with. And that transformation and change passes us by. But to truly live out that spiritual journey, to truly gauge and go towards that final destination, which is heaven, we're called to live it out daily. It's not going to make sense. It's not going to be easy. But we're called and challenged to live out that chain. And for that reason, at the end of our gospel, Jesus charges them, do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Because if we talk about that transformation and change within our own life, when we share that transformation and change with the world, no one's going to believe us that we are changed. No one's going to care that we are changed. Because they knew us before our transformation and change. They associate us with our pre-conversion, with our pre-change. And no one's going to believe us that we changed. No one's going to believe that we've lived, we're living at this radical life. But even sometimes with our Christian journey, with that spiritual journey, it's not easy to make sense of it. Just as we sit here in this church that is very hot and very uncomfortable, I asked myself about 30, 45 minutes ago when I found out that the air conditioning was working, how is this supposed to make sense, God? I fixed your air conditioning for your people two weeks ago, and now it's broken, right? It doesn't make sense. We fixed it, but now it's broken. But in the spiritual journey, the challenge is, can we remain faithful to the transformation and change? Can we remain faithful to that encounter with the divine in which we trust our lives over to the Lord, knowing that in that friendship, in that discipleship, in that encounter with Him, we completely trust and hand over our life to Him. I don't know how I'm going to fix this air conditioning, especially over the weekend, but at the end of the day, I can tell you that I have trust in the Lord that our technician will come at the right moment to make sure our air conditioning is working for the weekend or make sure that our air conditioning functions again. But it's not going to be my doing that makes the air conditioning work. But it's in God's time, in God's providence, but most importantly in His trust that it will happen because of the encounter, because of the life as a disciple. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we continue in our journey, our spiritual journey, let us remember that these phases are very crucial in our growth. 
We can't just be Christians, be Catholic, and automatically earn our ticket to heaven. It takes work. It takes time. It takes effort. It's not going to be easy. But if we do, just like the disciples today up in the mountain, our lives will be changed forever. Our lives will be so radiant and so changed that we'll not return the same person. So let us, my dear brothers and sisters, continue our spiritual journey, facing and orienting ourselves towards our final and ultimate destination, not the moment in which we take our last breath here on earth, but our ultimate goal for heaven, where we will see God face to face and spend all eternity with him forever. Amen.